Back in 2016, the Pew Research Center put out some figures on lifelong learning in Americans. They found that 74% of Americans would consider themselves lifelong learners, and they go on to break it down between different activities and sources that respondents had used. But my question is, what are these people learning? And more importantly, what is the source? What is the platform they are learning on? Hey guys, Tyler here with another thought load for you today. And I wanted to talk about a specific source that I was introduced to at a young age, still used today, and quite frankly, think it's one of the best places we can go to continue our lifelong journey of education. And that those are TED Talks, okay? With the statistic that I mentioned at the beginning of this, I, I have no idea what the, the, the sources are that people are learning from, and, and more particularly what they are learning, because I feel like we can just waste time learning things that aren't important to our everyday lives. You know, a, a great example I heard from a, a buddy from work the other day is we were talking about uh, high school math class and, you know, the whole showing your work thing and, and memorizing multiplication tables and whatever. And he would always be like, well, why can't I use a calculator? I use the calculator to, sh- to show my work. You know, I don't have to do all these equations. And his, his teacher told him, and I bet almost everybody has heard this before, is, well, you can't carry a calculator around with you all the time now, can you? Newsflash, what's all in our pockets every day? Oh, cell phones. Most of them have calculators, if not all. So that statement didn't age well, professor. But nonetheless, I think that it's all about how credible our source is and then also the time that we would have to take to vet or validate places where we decide to learn specific information. And so that's where TED Talks is a great resource. For those of you who aren't familiar, TED Talks are about 18-ish minutes given in a, a conference, you know, symposium-style format, um, just given by the world's thought leaders, you know, leaders in their respective industries, areas of research and study, et cetera, et cetera. And like I said, they are incredible sources of information and I have not come across anybody that has, is, does not have a credible uh, platform uh, to speak from. So, I mean, <laughs> TED Talks guys have inspired a lot of different learning uh, in myself. You know, there was a, a lot of things that I was really interested in uh, growing up, uh, especially as social media became extremely pre- prevalent and just saw how many people were... Uh, experiencing cyberbullying and had some mental health problems online that, I mean, all that stuff is more prominent now today than it was when, when I was growing up a handful of years ago. Um, I wanted to learn about what makes a good workplace. You know, I wanted to do better for my team here at the golf course and any future businesses or organizations that I might own in the future. And I've always been interested in neuroscience and so with all those different areas of interest, you know, it's kind of hard to find one platform where you get it all, but you can get all of that on TED. Peachy Lives talk on how to protect your mental well-being online is fantastic. 
You know, some of the things she says is one third of young people have reported cyberbullying. That shouldn't be a surprise to most of us. And probably the greatest thing she says in that talk is ask yourself how you would receive a comment before you post one. So before you start an argument with somebody online, before you hit enter, before you hit send, pretend like you're receiving that same argument or that same criticism. Is that helpful? Does that benefit the world? Probably not. Okay. Fantastic TED talk from her. Warren Valdmanis had a great talk on what makes a job good. Something I was very interested in. He said, think of the best boss you ever have or you have ever had. Sorry. I bet they were a good listener. And me, in my personal experience with all the different jobs that I've had through grade school up until now, uh, the best jobs, the best workplace environments are when my boss made me feel valued for my opinion, a.k.a. they were a good listener. And he also talks about value specifically in the workplace, too. And he says a little funny aside here. Do you feel passionately about the idea of going to work each day for the sole purpose of maximizing shareholder value for investors you've never met? Question? (laughs) I would say for most of us, no. If that was the sole purpose, if that was what the company's mission statement was, but that's why it's important to create that environment that there is a higher purpose, there is a higher meaning for each employee for why they are valued, why they deserve to be there and how much impact they have on the organization as a whole. And then lastly, in Christina Costa's talk, How Gratitude Rewires Your Brain, was incredible to me when I, when I stumbled upon it because we had done an episode uh, a little while back called Gratitude Over Guilt on this podcast. And we specifically talked about how experiencing gratitude every day can rewire your brain. It creates new neural pathways, new connections over the course of your lifetime. It's a concept called neuroplasticity, something I didn't learn in school, but TED Talks gave that to me. And her story is absolutely incredible. Uh, She, to make a long story short, she has been and is living with a brain tumor. And she can even still say things like this. I tried to stop focusing on what my body had been doing wrong and focus on being grateful for what it was doing right. I have a hard time saying that, and I don't have a brain tumor, but she does, and she can say something like that. How powerful is that? We definitely need to learn more about neuroplasticity and and how we can implement it in our daily lives. And I know some of you might be saying, Tyler, I don't have time to listen to 18-minute talks about everything I want to learn. Well, I would tell you two things. One would be, how important are your passions to you that you can't spend 18 minutes learning from an unbelievable example in the field you're trying to learn something in? And also, there's so many different ways you can incorporate an 18-ish minute talk in your life. Uh, First thing I can think of, taking a dump, right? How many of us bring our phones into the bathroom with us? Uh, one thing I love to do is when I walk through the grocery store, I love to throw my headphones in and pick something to listen to. Sometimes I listen to Ted talks and a great thing too, is they have a podcast called Ted talks daily where they upload the best and most recent Ted talks all the time, literally daily every day. 
So there's always something to listen to there. It might not be exactly what you're passionate about, but you might find something you didn't know. You might develop a new passion by listening to a TED Talk. You might make a career move because of a TED Talk. All of these things have been done before. There's a ton of personal examples of what things can happen by checking out TED. And so in closing, hope you guys liked this episode. Uh, please leave us a review. It's how the message gets spread. It's how the word gets out. We'd really appreciate any time anyone would take to do that for us. And I'm going to leave you with a quote today from a great TED Talk done by Brene Brown. She says that at the end of my life, I hope that I have contributed more than I've criticized. So let's all go out and contribute more to our local communities. Let's learn stuff, new, learn new stuff through TED. Everybody have a great week. We'll see you next time here on Thought Load. And as always, begin the duel, win the day.